Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Welcome to the Weekly Roundtable. C-SPAN here. Uh, just a couple quick announcements. Uh, got them, get them, going to get them out of the way real quick. First one, uh, Grow Ruck, Grow Ruck, Grow Ruck. Get signed up. St. Louis um, is surging ahead, but I, I'm going to tell you the guys in Metro and the guys in California are going to uh, put together a pretty good push. So I'm just saying... If you haven't done one of these things, this is the year to do it. Um, thank COVID for giving us this great uh, Grow Ruck schedule. If you haven't signed up and haven't started training, get after it. I appreciate all the people who have given me comments that says it's, uh, it requires a little more, bit more than just doing a regular F3 workout. I'm going to disagree and say we have a lot of guys finishing these events who just do regular uh, boot camps. They're just fine in these events. So, Next thing, I've spent the week in Jacksonville. Uh, Guys have just uh, been really, really good to me. Tons of hospitality, making sure I've um, been good and squared away and had enough workouts and uh, had a great time in Jacksonville Beach. Um, just a special shout-out. I saw Trigger, who's now the Nantan in Philly, and I also saw Aquaman. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see Taz, but uh, a couple of high-impact men who uh, are big influence guys on me. I just wanted to make sure I give them a shout-out this week. So on that note, I'm going to welcome our guest. He's the first official employee of F3 Nation. And so I'm just going to start with the easy stuff first. Scratch and win. Who EH'd you? How long have you been doing F3? Oh, hey, C-SPAN. Thanks for having me, brother. Good to be here. So, um, yeah, uh, I've been doing F3 for eight years. Um, Chad Blankenberg, a.k.a. Hops, brought me out to Skunk Works on a Tuesday. He said, uh, after, after much pushing and, and, and efforts to persuade me, he just finally said, look, I'm going to be in your driveway at 5.15. And uh, he's like, I'll just, uh, you know, if I need to lay on the horn, I'll lay on the horn. But either way, I'll be there, and I look forward to you coming out. And we'll go, we'll go to this thing called F3. And I'm like, okay. So I guess, like, I'm, I guess I'm doing this. So, um, yeah, now eight years later, uh, I have hops to thank for, gosh, I mean, so much, right? Like, 
being in shape, coming alive. I mean, full-time employment, putting food on the table for my family. The list goes on and on. Yeah, and um, we're just going to go ahead and give uh, a special Friday shout-out to Hops. That, that guy has EH'd and been very influential in keeping a lot of guys engaged with F3, so a special shout-out to him uh, on this Friday. I know um, you shared a little bit there. I think we should go ahead and give the listeners uh, just a little bit more about you, maybe kind of give them uh, – I mean, you're our first employee. So let's start with the easy stuff, man. Can you kind of like maybe talk about uh, – let us get to know you. Tell us about hometown, where you're from, where'd you go to school. What, what yeah. you, give, us all the de- give us all the details, man. All right. Okay, cool. Here, oh, here's the 411. So, yeah, I, I grew up right outside of um, – right outside Knoxville in a town um, uh, called Maryville. But people listening to this, I know they're going to know where I'm going. If you're from there, it's just called Merville. So I'm from Merville, so shout out to F3 Blunt County um, uh, in that region because they're, they're crushing it, and i got to get back and post with them soon. Um, so grew up in good old Merville in East Tennessee. Uh, go Rocky Top, go Vols. Um, and then I, I came to school in Charlotte. I went to Queens, which is a small school here, and uh, I, I played soccer there. That's how I ended up sort of finding my way to Queens and, and Charlotte. And then after school, I just graduated. Um, I was I was fortunate enough that Queens mandated you do so many hours of internship uh, as a as a requirement for graduation, and so um, one of my internships I did two. I did one and, and didn't totally love it, um, which again is a great way to figure out what you want to do and what you don't. My second internship uh, was with uh, Carolina's Healthcare System, now known as Atrium Health, in the foundation. Uh, so in the department. Atrium Foundation that was raising money for the hospital system. And, you know, I studied communications and marketing in school or, you know, I thought I'd go into PR or do something in advertising or I don't know. And like a lot of people who, who kind of find themselves in the nonprofit world and fundraising and foundation work, I kind of just fell into it. And, um, and Queens helped me fall into it because they said, you've got to do this to graduate. So um, I worked there for about six, six and a half years. And um, in 2009, I had the opportunity to go to a national group uh, that worked with troubled children and families and kids aging out of foster care, uh, very important work. And, and that group is called Youth Villages. And, and their national headquarters is actually in Memphis, Tennessee. So shout out to the Memphis Packs and Gus and all those guys down there. I, I know they know the Youth Villages name uh, very well. So uh, I spent 10 years uh, – excuse me, wow – Time flew so fast, I can't even remember how long I was there. I was actually there 11 and a half years. Um, but, uh, yeah, a little more than a decade. And um, I led a team that oversaw the fundraising for, for that group to go out and help serve, you know, um, underserved and at-risk youth and families uh, throughout the state of North Carolina. Um, it was my sort of territory or area of focus. And then youth villages overall is, you know, in about 23 different states. Um, and so in March of 2020, so, so this is how, this is sort of how I got to F3. Um, March of 2020, um, I went on F3 ski trip, uh, out to Alton Snowbird and, um, just talking to some of the guys and, and, uh, had 
had known of Slaughter but had not met him face to face and kind of met him and spent some time with him, like I said, some of the other guys on the trip. And then, and then you know, I got connected with with CR, Cross Rocket, and um, and the conversation kind of kicked off in March of 2020, um, actually right before COVID kind of really hit. And over that period of time, we just kind of stayed in touch and talked about, you know, what the foundation could be and maybe where F3 was going and, and what it could look like. And nothing formal, as you'd imagine, C-SPAN at first, but then it kind of turned kind of formal pretty quickly. And so, um, you know, we had discussions about, like, hey, I think – you know, we're going to do this, and do you think this is something you would want to do? And I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, and now that I'm that I'm 90 days in as the first employee of, of the whole thing, right, um, it's uh, – I kind of consider it like my, my occupation and my passion has, like, come into full full alignment. And, um, yeah. and, and clearly, yeah, and you, you know, we're, yeah, we're gonna, I'll stop there. We're going to – we're going to – yeah, we're going to reference that as your D2X. You have found your D2X, and I. Uh, there you go. And I'm going to be the weird. I'm going to be the weird guy that inserts myself and asks two additional questions because I appreciate the resume review. Two additional do questions. It. Tell me all about your family, and yes. next one, tell me tell me a little bit about soccer. What position do you play? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and as, I'm, as I was going through that, I'm like, I'm thinking about the concentric circles, and I'm like, wow, I skipped right over, I skipped right over the M, and the M stands for most important. So let's, we got to hit that. Uh, so my wife, Lauren, and I have been married for 14 years, and we have two boys. Um, they're 11 and 9. Um, my 11-year-old, Jones, a.k.a. Reader Frog, because he likes to swim and he likes to read, and he was young when he got named, so Reader Frog is uh, 11. And then uh, my youngest son, Nash, uh, is nine, and his name is Tony Hawk. Um, he was into skateboarding for about maybe three total days. And uh, those were like one of those days was, you know, one of the days right before an F3 dad's workout. And so uh, he got Tony Hawk, and, and the kids never touched the skateboard since. So, you know, that's, that's how it goes. Um, so, yeah, beautiful family. I've been so blessed. And, and, and man, um, you know. Uh, like you know, C-SPAN, everything in life is a team effort, and my wife is uh, is just unbelievable. She's a rock star in every capacity of the word. So, um, yeah. Without her, I uh, forget about it. I don't even. I don't even know. Can't even finish that. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, don't even go there. Tell me about. The yeah, I won't. I won't. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I played. Yeah, so soccer. Yeah, so I played. Um, I played goalkeeper. Um, at Queens, and, you know, we were nationally ranked uh, two out of the four years, and, like, my first year we finished seventh in the country, uh, Division II school. But, um, you know, what's interesting is, honestly, growing up playing sports, like, like sports and music were always really, you know, big, um, big things in my life. And um, I didn't actually start playing soccer until I was a freshman in high school. So I'd play basketball, football, baseball, and then somebody was like, hey, we need somebody to play you know, keeper on our club team. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And so um, I kind of honestly thought, you know, I, may, I might go to college and play basketball or baseball or something like that. But it just kind of worked out to where um, I got, you know, progressively better in quicker fashion relative to my peers. And so uh, what turned into like 
sure, I'll go play goalkeeper as a freshman in high school. Um, I was able to, to earn a scholarship to, to go to Queens and play soccer and, and uh, yeah, to play goalkeeper. And then I was fortunate enough to, uh, I guess, technically to be a humble brag, but I was, I was fortunate enough to captain the team my senior year. Um, so overall, just a great – it was a great honor and really a cool – a cool thing. And if I had it to do over again, uh, as the only person in my family not to attend the University of Tennessee, mind you, but if I had to do over again, I would have done the exact same thing. So it was a, it was a really cool awesome. experience. Awesome. And so I'm going to take a quick pause there, let you take a breath. So I yeah. wanted to make sure all the podcast listeners understand Crotch Rocket, Slaughter, all these people uh, were involved in this search. I'm hoping you all recognize we found the right guy to be the first employee. So this is, you know, family guy, goalkeeper. The guy's, uh, you know, dealt with, you know, he gets F3. He's been here long enough. He understands what we do. We found the right guy. So now I'm going to take another pause, and I'm going to do a little bit of a reset here because he's going to start talking about what's going on with him. So, I know guys kind of fall into two buckets right now with some guys don't understand this corporate thing. They don't understand the foundation. I'm just going to tell you sit back and listen because the first thing I'm going to tell you, you and the eight guys on, you know, in the parking lot on Monday, it, this, none of this stuff that we're going to talk about changes any of that. What it's going to change is hopefully as we begin to fundraise and we begin to make a plan of what the foundation is really going to do to help support F3 Nation, um, Hopefully you go from eight guys in the parking lot to 14 guys to 16 guys to 28 guys, and you have to split the workout. So sit back. <clears throat> Let's try that again. Sit back. Take a listen to what he's going to talk about today. And um, why don't you start, first off, is just why don't you give us a foundation update? Because I think as the first employee, just kind of tell everybody where you're at and maybe just kind of catch the listeners up from there. Because I know you're 90 days in, but let's, let's start with the foundation. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and uh, for, you know, honestly, I appreciate you appreciate you saying that in terms of me being being the right guy. Uh, you know, no pressure. And uh <laughs> but it, like I said, it's it's truly it's an honor, man, like for my occupation and, and passion to come into alignment, my DX2. And so and so with that being said, I always always whether whether I'm talking to you, it's just me and you talking in the room or I'm talking to four people or I'm on a podcast or whatever it is. I always want to lead with uh, gratitude, always. Um, and, you know, the opportunity that I've been placed in is a really, really, really big deal. And I don't take it for granted. And I don't take it lightly because um, what we're doing is amazing work. And there are so many men out there who, who you know, sad clowns, right? So many men who don't even know what they need, right, or, or, or don't even know that something's missing, or maybe once they figure out something's missing, well, what is it? Well, we, we have the answer for that, right? And so um, I'll talk a little bit later about about where we're going in a big way and um, and how we're going to get there and, and what we're going to be doing to ensure that, you know, thousands upon thousands of thousands of other men experience, you know, C-SPAN, what you, what you and I have, and all the guys listening to this have. So, that said, again, starting from a place of gratitude, first and foremost, I want to thank everyone who made a financial contribution to the Give to Give campaign last fall in 2020. 
whether that's a dollar, whether that's a hundred dollars, whether that's a thousand, whatever it was, um, your generosity has provided me the opportunity to to step into this role. And like I said, I feel like that what I've done over my career in the nonprofit world and found, you know, foundation work and fundraising has all kind of you know, led to this to this season and, and culminated in, in this this time. And but without without the generosity of thousands of PACs across the country and their sacrifice, I don't, get, I don't get to be here, right? And so that's a big deal. So I want to take a moment and just honor that because it, uh, it's important, and I'm grateful, and I'm humbled. And so, um, you know, again, whether it's a one-on-one conversation or, you know, the, the biggest platform or what, anything in between, um, I'm always going to say thank you. So thank you, and, and there's that. So, so with that said, let me give you a little bit of history to span about – kind of just the foundation and, and what it is and how it got started. And so, you know, the foundation, F3 Foundation, is really the charitable arm or charitable extension of F3 Nation. And the, the foundation was started a few years ago really from this idea of, and shout out to Haywood, um, you know, Brendan Pierce here in Charlotte. Haywood and, and a group of those guys um, uh, were just, you know, I know Jedi was one, uh, Waco. Um, there's probably a couple other I'm, I'm missing. But, but these guys started to notice that um, clearly what we know now, and that's the, the high-impact men of F3 and, and what they're doing to impact their communities. And in order to kind of assist with that, to help that process go kind of further, faster, and accelerate, uh, they began to, to, you know, have the idea of, you know, how do we, how do we help these men do more? And um, so the F3 Foundation was kind of conceived and thought in terms of if we provided a charitable vehicle or a charitable effort um, to kind of consolidate and, and help steward some of these uh, things that are going on both, both locally and th- throughout. At that point, it was really, you know, locally in North Carolina and really in Charlotte. And, and over the next few months, once the foundation got sort of, you know, officially uh, formed and all the paperwork was done, you know, what it takes to create a 501c3 sort of foundation entity, um, things started to take off. Uh, and again, the early work was done here in Charlotte, but then uh, I know that, that Haywood and some of those guys, um, and I know Crotch Rocket clearly early on in the process was, was a part of, of all that. Just having conversations outside of Charlotte of, you know, some bigger things going on from a charitable, uh, with a charitable focus. And so they had conversations in Columbia, conversations out in other areas outside of Charlotte, and it kind of began to, to form into this, this group of guys that were helping to kind of accelerate that third F, like that, that being a part of something bigger than yourself. And once you realize that, that, that that's important to you and, how, and, and you realize that you need to act on that, well, what do you do? Well, the foundation helped to kind of answer some of those questions is you can make a uh, a gift to the foundation of those dollars would be stewarded to help support charitable initiatives throughout the nation that PACs were focused on and, and really um, not just talk about invigorating male leadership, but actually going and doing something about it. And so, again, that's a little bit of the, the sort of the history and founding, and I probably left a lot out, if I'm being honest, C-SPAN, but that's kind of the, the high-level sort of formation of the foundation and its early days and what it kind of, you know, exists to, to do uh, early on. Yeah, and um, I, I thought you did a good, I thought you did a great kind of synopsis there because I, 
the, the one thing we want everybody to understand is it's basically, I, it's, 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 we're all in the same boat, but it's basically two oars, right? We have F3 Nation and we have the foundation, and they were both rowing as fast as we could. Um, think about it, a little bit more of a separation now, and I guess that's kind of what, how you should talk about what you got upcoming because I think the guys who are listening to this probably, uh, they were like me, and they made a contribution because we knew – we know that to take this thing to the next level, we were going to have to or organize both the foundation and F3 Nation. And so I know part of the split in uh, 3Org was because we, we know it. I mean, the, that group of guys, super high-impact men, they were making a difference the first 10 years, but it was getting too big even for them to handle, right? And so it makes sense. The 3Org makes sense. And I hope everybody who's listening to this understands that uh, for what we, where you know where we plan to be in the next ten years, this is exactly what needs to happen. So, I don't know if if we transition from where we were, and maybe to where we're going, and and help the listeners understand as somebody who's coming in and basically rewriting the playbook, wh- where you're at and what you're working on. Yeah, absolutely. And I love C-SPAN. I love your analogy. Two boats, excuse me. <laughs> See, I already, that's why it's your analogy, not mine. I already, I already messed it up. Um, <laughs> but, I had one job. But it, Come on, man. No, no, one no. Boat, I mean, I, I, one boat, two yeah, One boat, one boat, two oars. One boat, two oars. Now we have two boats. And I, I want people in two boats. Two boats now. Four oars. Well, but here's, but here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. And I think, I think uh, the answer to both of those is yes. I think it's kind of like this idea of it's, it's kind of two boats, but, but, Here's what I would say, actually. I think, um, you know, I would like to very much see it kind of be moved back into one boat, and here's why. I think you, I think you actually hit the nail on the head with the one boat, two oars. Everybody knows you can't row a boat with one oar, or you can, but you're going to row yourself in circles, right? Um, uh, the, the, the boat, for this purpose of this conversation, let's, let's just call the boat the mission and where we're going, the, invigor- the, the invigoration of male community leadership. F3 Nation is, is one of those oars, and F3 Foundation is the other oar. And I, to be honest, I mean, I think, you know, the more, the more that I think about it, and, and I've been thinking a lot about it over the past 90 days and where we're going, I don't think the boat can get there one without the other. You know what I mean? And so I actually, I actually do love, not to course correct on our one boat or two boat, but I do love this idea of one boat, two oars, because – eventually what F3 Foundation does will be to support um, the mission and vision of F3 Nation. And so I do feel like if those get too far apart um, uh, in terms of uh, vision and mission and and the path we're taking, I do think that could be dangerous. So, um, you know, but again. Hey, we're we're going with our one boat, two oars, rowing simultaneously to accomplish the mission. You can, you can, uh, you can use that. You can use that in presentations anytime you want. I'm handing it back to you. Absolutely. I'm going to steal that and I'm going to call it mine, credit you. And, and, and again, that works on so many levels, you know, like explain it to me like I'm five. Row, row, row your boat. Okay. Gently down the stream. One oar is the nation and one oar is the foundation. We're rowing and we're rowing fast. So, um, but yeah, so, so where we're going, right? Let's talk about where the boat's going, where we're rowing towards. Um, right now, 
the foundation is kind of in the season of what I'm just calling go slow to go fast. And speaking of ripping stuff off, like I'm going to rip off your one boat tour as example, you know, that go slow to go fast is a kind of a Stephen Covey um, saying, who's a, you know, professional, who's a professional thought leader and has a, a professional development, you know, institution with Franklin Covey and all that. But go slow to go fast basically means, you know, if we take the time now to get the things right and we take time uh, to plan. I mean, you know, they say, you know, you give me six hours to chop down a tree, I'm going to spend the first four hours sharpening my axe, right? So you've got you to be intentional and strategic. And so we're going a little bit slower right now so that we can go fast later and we don't have to pump the brakes a lot. Um, so when the go slow to go fast mode, what does that mean, okay? So practically speaking, here are some of the things that I've been working on um, over the past 90 days uh, and kind of, you know, what are we doing? Why are we doing it? And why should the guys listening to this care, right? That's really the question. Like, okay, I'm listening to C-SPAN and Scratch Talk, but why do I care about this? Well, we're going to get to that. So one of the things we've done is um, some packs know that have, have contacted me. We kind of temporarily press the pause button on the grants process where you can fill out an online grant application to request support from S3 Foundation. And the reason we paused that was uh, kind of figure out where we're, where we're heading and and kind of um, temporarily kind of clamp that hose so that, you know, I did, last thing I wanted was people making requests and us not being able to respond in a timely fashion and not having an answer. So we paused that. That's going to reopen, and I'll get to that. But um, we're entering a season of about 60 days that is just some super intense um, get-in, get-out type of work where we're undergoing sort of a, a strategy and planning phase and looking at, um, you know, F3 Foundation's purpose for raising funds, um, its purpose for granting funds and, and, and sending funds out the door to support charitable causes, and how does all that come into alignment, right? And how does that, how does that operate um, in the culture that we exist, which is, which is the nation and the starfish model, right? How do, we, how do we create a sense of strategy and purpose while honoring the autonomous nature of what we know to be F3. And so we're asking those questions, right, because it's important, um, not only to where we're going but to the culture. Um, it's kind of like it's important, you know, getting there on the boat is important, but how you get there is equally as important. Um, so one of the things we're doing too is on, on the back end of that strategy and, and planning uh, kind of short season that we're in right now, C-SPAN, is we're going to be uh, formally putting together a board of, uh, an advisory board for the foundation. These are going to be a group of men who will provide strategic direction and strategic advice and guidance on, you know, again, uh, how, how the, the ore of the foundation is rowing in, in sync with the ore that is the nation. And, and is the boat moving in the right direction? Is the foundation doing what we've said it should do? It's honoring the strategies we put in place that we're working on now. Uh, so like any board, they're going to help with governance of that. And they're also going to be a part of the, of the success. You know, it's, it's the plan that we come up with and the strategies we put in place. They're going to be, it's going to be we, right? It's very much kind of like SLT, right? C-SPAN, it's a shared leadership team. It's a shared vision, a shared goal, and we're going to have shared success. And I'm super pumped about it. That's one of the things we're doing. So those are kind of three core things. So the question is, for what purpose? Like, that sounds great, Scratch. It sounds like, you know, you really got things rocking and rolling over there and you're, you're, you know, doing good things and yada, yada, yada. But for what purpose? Well, 
this is kind of like, you know, um, as Slaughter says, uh, the, we're, we're going to throw gasoline on the fire. And so for what purpose, C-SPAN? That purpose is um, we're going big. F3 Nation is, is, is going big over the next uh, four years or so. And I think a, a lot of your listeners have heard we're talking about 250,000 packs by 2025. That is a big, audacious goal. Um, and, you know, in order to do that, helping to raise support both internally and externally to support the, the growth of F3 Nation um, and all that it takes to, to, to grow to that, to that many guys. And we're examining what sort of uh, things do we need in place. Um, as we grow, one, as an example, one of the things we're looking at of how philanthropy would impact the nation, um, you know, I'm going to be doing my first grow ruck coming up uh, in, in August here in Charlotte. And now, for the record, C-SPAN, a lot of guys think that I did the, the grow ruck in Grand, Grand Strand because I was down there. Okay, I was down there at the dinner, and then I went to the grow school. And so I think I kind of get like half credit or something because people are like, oh, what platoon were you in? I was like, I actually had to head back to Charlotte because I had had something scheduled for three or four months. And so I'm like, and you see, you know, you kind of see like their face sadden a bit. They're like, you didn't do the grow ruck? What's your problem, dude? <laughs> so... Anyways, so for the record, I'm signed up for the one in Charlotte. But I think, I don't know from what I've seen, and I'm only 90 days in, but, you know, when it, when it comes to figuring out who you are as a, as a man and, and, and what you have inside you and, and the invigoration of male community leadership, I'm just not sure there's anything that, that sort of brings that into focus like Grow Rep does. I don't know. Would you, do, you, do you think there's anything else besides, I mean, besides no. that? No, and I, no, I've done a bunch of stupid stuff in my life. I'll, I'll tell you that yeah. uh, the Grow Rock experience is very, very dedicated to uh, kind of, um, you know, humble as a man, realign your, you know, I, I've kind of joked around with it about a bunch of people who uh, have finished Grow Rock, and uh, I say, you get to the end of that event, that's the only event, um, like it was pride, it was like pumped up, felt like it was around my brothers. It was closest to the thing I had to the Marines and, and accomplishing missions um, that I've ever had. So I, I to me, uh, and I, I, you know, I could shout out to all the guys from Grow Up, but Bono especially. I just, you know, they got it right. That's why it's so important for guys to, t- you know, take part in this. So I'll hand it back to you yeah. from there. No, yeah, but I, yeah, okay, well. Absolutely. You're right. Bono, what a beast that guy is. I got to meet him for the first time down at Grand Strand. Um, but, again, this is one small example. But, again, we don't, think, we don't think that cost should stand in the way of a guy being an experienced grow ruck. Now, a lot of local regions will, will um, either do fundraising or find a way to get a guy signed up. Um, that's amazing. And I think that will continue. But as I think about, you know, what kinds of things – um, would people want to give towards? Well, if they want to support F3 Nation with a charitable gift and they want to sacrifice their hard-earned dollars and invest, invest that into a, a cause, you know, funding things like Grow Rep scholarships to help pay for equipment, to help pay for registration, to help pay for all the stuff you need. And again, there's a number of ways you can go about that, but that, but that would be one very small or micro example of how philanthropy uh, – would drive the invigoration of male community leadership. 
Um, some others are more high level, but whether it's, whether it's macro in terms of, you know, the growth that we're going to experience and going to 250,000 packs, um, it doesn't cost that much to launch an AO if, if really, you know, very little, but, you know, maintaining culture, the travel for, for troubadours to go there, travel for SLT, um, to, to make this thing uh, continue to operate in the way it was designed, which is a starfish, but to really uh, infuse uh, significant amounts of resources to help, again, fund scholarships, to help, uh, you know, think about this, these fan, like, um, what it, wouldn't it be cool if, if, you know, five years from now we're raising a lot of money and, and a good portion of that can go to pay for second F events. That's the glue, right? The second F is the glue. Well, what if a lot of regions had funds that, that were being raised uh, by the foundation and available to help, you know, host a second F event for 50 guys. I mean, that stuff costs, you know, that, that's real hard cost to put that stuff on. Uh, but it's important. And when we talk about the third F, you know, as we begin to think about, you know, and as guys kind of move along the continuum. First they show up for, for a workout, then they kind of, you know, um, they get involved with, the, you know, in the, in the glue and the fellowship, but then they step into the third F and, and living out their faith and, living out impact by giving back to a community, helping to provide resources for third F activities, whether it's uh, book studies or, or, or uh, group meetings or whatever it is. But overall, I think um, we've done an amazing job over the past 10 plus years as an organization um, of being scrappy, being super scrappy, and listen, the, the, the best price for me is F-R-E-E, free, right? And I think we have absolutely crushed it in that manner, and the Starfish model clearly works in that, in that way. Um, moving forward, what the next 10 years look like? You know, part of why I'm here is to go out and raise, you know, what eventually will be a bunch of money to help infuse F3 and, and help it expand, help enhance the experience across the whole country and help to sustain it long term um, so that we can do all these amazing things. And, and again, look, there's a lot of guys out there that still need to experience uh, what you and I and a lot of the listeners have. And so in order to get there, it's going to take resources. And so um, clearly that's, that's why I've stepped into this, this role and am and, and humbled to have the, the opportunity. And, you know, transformational philanthropy, right. transformational giving is a powerful a powerful thing. I'll, I'll hit you with one quick stat here, um, uh, C-SPAN. Uh, in 2000, so the latest giving report, uh, which comes out every year, and a lot of folks in the nonprofit space, you know, look at, look at these results. And in, in 2019, $449 billion, with a B, C-SPAN, with a B, $449 billion given in philanthropy in 2019. That's crazy. Okay, and, what, and what's even cooler about this, check this out. A lot of people are like, well, corporations and foundations, yes, they, they give a lot. But I will say this, uh, of that, about 70 to 72% of that $449 billion with a B, that was given by individuals, people like me and you, C-SPAN. Now, some people give big, huge gifts to, to, to philanthropy, and that includes everything from, you know, Groups that like homeless shelters and, and groups in human services, but it also you know includes educational institutions. It also includes the arts environment, and, uh, 
And as you'd imagine, the number one sort of category where people give their funds is religion and or faith. And so while we are a fitness organization, and while, while the third F is our faith, and that is, you know, not a specific denomination, but something bigger than yourself, I say all that to say that the stage is set for us to step into something amazing because there is, there is something that people are missing out there, that men are missing in their lives. And once they feel, once they experience that, and, and not even men, once, once, I mean, let's just be honest. Like Slaughter said, one of the most powerful ways to get a guy EH is get his wife, right? Get his wife to, to convince him to go out. So whether, you know, husband, wife, grandparent, whatever, there's a lot of people out there that I think have an appetite and a desire to want to support something that has a huge impact and is transforming lives, and that's what F3 is doing. And so when I look at $449 billion given in 2019, I think there's a lot of opportunity for us to, to seek out those who want to support our work, who are passionate about what we're doing, and want to get on board. And we're going to do that, and it's going to, it's going to go next level super quick. So I'll stop yeah, there, and, and, and we can yeah. – yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's let's take a quick uh, – I'm going to let you do a little bit of a reset because I – so for all the guys listening, if you're at this point in the conversation and you're going to say, well, I don't think they needed to do all this stuff, I'm just going to say, dude, I couldn't sell enough T-shirts. Malco couldn't make enough T-shirts to get us to where we're going to need to go. Uh, this guy and this organization is going to get us to where we need to go. And so – I'm hoping that as you step back and you listen to this, uh, if you have to listen to it twice, understand what he's talking about is people are trying to figure out where to give money to, um, and we're the right kind of group. Like, we, we won't squander that money away. We're going to do the right thing. We're going to positively impact men and actually entire families and entire communities um, with the money that we get. And so – yeah, I'm going to hand it back to you, but I guess this is really a point we got to talk about what the PACs can do to help you because I know you're you're still you're just coming out of this planning phase, but really help help the listeners understand how they can help you. Yeah, absolutely. So the biggest thing we need right now, I mean, again, um, what I'm working on, the big focus is gathering stories. And if you have a story of of some guy's life who's 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 been changed. Um, Please send it to me. I think of one recently, a, a guy, White Hat. Uh, he and I were messaging, like, the guy dropped, like, something like 60 or 70 pounds. He looks amazing. He feels better. He's, he's healthier, you know, than he's been. In, in the past, he's, he's still battling some stuff, but, man, oh, man. I mean, I look at the side-by-side picture of that guy. And, 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 and again, there's so many packs out there. There's, there's guys right now that are listening to this and saying, that was me. So if you have a story of a guy whose life has been transformed, and not just physically, right? Yes, it, it, it's, you know, it feels good to, to get in shape and look better. But a guy who's come alive, a guy who, um, you know, maybe had been, had been suffering for, like, you know, for me, to be honest with you, C-SPAN, like, you know, in the past I've often struggled with depression, right? And F3 was a big thing in helping me not only get fit, but helping me stay engaged. And that's real stuff. That's important. So if you've got a guy out there, and, and, or you are a guy that has a story, please share it with me because, because those, are the, those are the things that I need um, and I think F3 needs to be promoting more of, the stories of, of high-impact men uh, whose lives have been changed. And also, if you're doing something in terms of volunteerism, community partnership with a, with a local charity or, or some work you're doing, please share that story too. You know, you can email me the story 
uh, you, can, you can send me some pics. Or if you just say, hey, Scratch, I'd like to talk to you about my experience with that three and my own story, we'll have a phone call and, and ask you some questions, and we can, we can write up a story and share it that way. But stories are, are amazing, and I welcome them um, you know, all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. Yeah, and I, I'm with you that um, if, you're, if you're a local region and you're doing something, we got an expert on staff now. Call him. Use him, right? I mean, he's here to serve you. Make sure that we actually, um, you know, every region doesn't have to come up with all their own ideas. We have somebody who's an expert now, and he'll be able to guide you through that process a little bit better. Um, and he'll probably also be able to give you some feedback on that doesn't align perfectly with um, – you know, the nation's uh, goal, but maybe it's something you guys can do local and it can be more of a, a regional event uh, that you can do. And so I, I just, I'm glad we have somebody who's on staff that, uh, you know, if you guys need help with something, reach out to them. So brother, it's been a, it's been a blast talking to you. I've, I'm excited for yeah, you. Thanks, I hope, I hope, the pod, I, I hope the listeners understand we found the right guy. So uh, and I'm just going to keep lobbing uh, extra extra scoops of expectations on you. We found the right guy. Now we just got to point it. you in the right direction and start. Um, there you go. You know, you know, just just kind of like we'll get out of your way and let you, uh, you know, take it from here. But uh, towards the end of these podcasts, I always kind of just I let uh, I let the guests kind of do the closing. And I I know I know your heart's on fire for this stuff. And I know the first sixty or ninety days with a new job is difficult because I've done that a couple times in the last few years. Uh, and I'm, I'm just going to keep encouraging you. Um, you know, a lot of guys pushed it for 10 years, and hopefully, it's hopefully we didn't screw anything up for you too bad, and you can take it from here. And so, I'm going to just keep encouraging you. I know the the packs who listen to this will be reaching out to you and encouraging you also. But I'll let you get the, kind of the closing words in. Make sure you include your contact information in that. Okay. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and thanks for saying that. And, and yeah, the stage is set for some amazing things. Um, the past few years have been great, but I believe the best is yet to come for us, you know. And so, uh, yeah, reach out to me at uh, sw at f3nation.com. Sw is in scratch and win. Sw at f3nation.com. And so, again, C span, I appreciate having me on, and thank you. It means a lot. And uh, I kind of, you know, bring us full circle. You know, I kind of opened with gratitude. Um, and in terms of practicing gratitude and thanking those packs who gave generously that, you know, because of them I'm now able to, to sort of live out my calling, you know, through, through, my, um, through the day-to-day and, and the opportunity that I have now. So one of the things that – one of these quotes I love that kind of ties into that is it's by Howard Thurman. Howard Thurman is a theologian. He was a civil rights leader. He's also a mentor to, to Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. But he says – and I think this is applicable for all of us. As men, I think this is kind of speaks to the heart of what F3 seeks to accomplish, invigorating male leadership. And here we go. It goes like this. Don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and go do that because what the world needs is people who have come alive. I would also say, I would add sort of a paraphrase to that, what the world needs is men who have come alive, right? And that's what we do. And if, if a theologian is not really your speed, you know, I got one more, and that basically goes like this. It's by a, a famed philosopher and a, and a, and a sage of wisdom, uh, the Avett brothers, and it just goes, 
when nothing is owed or deserved or expected and your life doesn't change by the man that's elected. If you're loved by someone, you're never rejected. Decide what to be and go be it. So that's all I got, brother. I was going to say, I think we might even get a quotes, worth, uh, co- quotes by Rapido knuckle bump for that group, man. Those are two solid ones. And talk about uh, opposite ends of the spectrum, man. That was solid. Love yeah, it. Yeah, whatever, whatever your it. flavor is, we got something for you. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Brother, it was so awesome talking to you. And I, uh, like I said, you're the right guy. Just keep pushing it now and go get us some of those million-dollar grants because uh, I'm tired of selling T-shirts out of the trunk of my car. I, um, I'm ready for this thing to go you know uh, worldwide. So, And, I, and to our brothers at F. Yeah, and to our brothers in F3 Nairobi that launched this weekend, a special extra knuckle bump and have a great launch. Brother, great talking to you. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you soon, all right? For the rest of you, I'll talk to you next weekend. See you guys.